Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? This is Supriya Mehra, your mortgage advisor, and you're listening to the Canadian Real Estate 101 podcast. More people than ever are building generational wealth through real estate. And on this show, I sit down with some of the top real estate agents, lawyers, accountants, and investors to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, and the strategies that they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Canadian Real Estate 101. This is your host, Supriya Mehram. Hope you're doing fantastic. I want to share a win from, uh, for a client we had done refinancing for last year. I had a client who wanted to refinance his property and purchase an investment property. They ended up purchasing a decent asset for themselves, a relatively newer construction they were able to close on time, had the required mortgage done, and had the tenant come in, all was perfect. All went really smooth. But here's the thing. If they would have done the same thing this year, it might have been difficult due to numbers of reasons. Now, if there is a client who has purchased a pre-construction condo or, say, a pre-construction townhome or something, then we have heard this term called assignment. With assignment clause on the contract, an investor can essentially assign the contract to someone else, pull out the profit, and then move on to next. But it's not that easy as it sounds. There are lots of nuances for things that have to get done behind the scenes, and there are a lot of moving parts. In order to understand all these nuances, I have today Ken Sandu from Goldstone Lawyers, Ken is a partner at Goldstone Lawyers, and he specializes in commercial, residential real estate and wills and estate law. Ken strives to help his clients achieve favorable results by focusing one client expectation with a keen eye to detail. So without further ado, let's get rolling. Hi, Ken. Thank you so much for joining me today at Canadian Real Estate 101 Podcast. How are you doing? Doing well, Supriya. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. So I met Cam maybe a month ago. Is that right, Cam? When we did a first time home buyer in-person seminar together with a real estate agent. And we literally hit it off pretty well. And uh, that's why I had the opportunity to bring you on this time for my show. And uh, we have an interesting topic lined up, which a lot of you know our listeners are interested in. I get lots of questions around this. So We'll get there, but before we get there, why don't we give you an opportunity to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and who do you help? Excellent. So uh, my name is Cam Sandu. Uh, I'm a partner at Goldstone Lawyers. Uh, we're a law office located uh, with two branches. We have a branch in Mississauga and a branch in Ottawa. Uh, I work out of the primarily out of the Mississauga branch. Uh, my areas of focus are real estate law, corporate law, and wills and estates. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what we do. Love what I do. Uh, my my passion is real estate. Been doing it for several years now, and we've helped a lot of clients. So it's always uh, very nice to put a put a smile on people's face and achieve good results. Great. I know lawyer, accountants, obviously mortgage advisor, realtors. These are the core people who are going to help in any transaction, be it first time home buyer or an investment property or sale purchase and so on. So. Definitely appreciate your services here. Okay, so let's get on to today's topic. I wanted to basically talk 
as much as possible and educate our listeners about assignment. What does it mean? What are the terminologies and all the fun stuff that we should know about around uh, assignment sale, essentially? So why don't we kick it off by basically explaining what does an assignment really means and what are some of the terms, the basic terms around this? Okay. So what an assignment means is when you purchase a pre-construction project, or it can also be a resale property as well, but primarily it's it revolves around pre-construction properties. What you'll get most of the times when you go into a sales office is uh, builders offer an incentive. It's called assignment. What that means is you're able to sell the contract forward to another party that's unrelated at a future time. Um, so if a builder does give you an assignment privilege, it allows that, you know, if I booked a, a property today and it appreciates quite significantly over the next few years, and for whatever reason, I don't actually want to close on the property and, and arrange a mortgage and all that, um, I can reach out into the real estate market, find a potential buyer, and then we can negotiate kind of what I feel I'm owed onto what the value of the contract at that time is. So it allows you to kind of um, establish gains over the course of a few years. And yeah, so that's that's that in a gist is what an assignment is. In exact terms, um, an assignee is the person that's buying on assignment. And an assignor is the person that's selling the contract to the assignee. Generally in assignments, there's actually three parties involved. Um, it can be the, generally the, the main vendor, uh, who's a, generally a builder. And then there's the assignee and assignor. Um, so how these deals kind of come to fruition is the assignee and the assigner will connect with each other. Uh, they'll review what uh, the initial contract was between the assignor and the vendor, which is a builder. And then once they reach an agreement, they will go back to the vendor for the vendor's permission to the assignment. And it's at that time that uh, the builder will provide you with conditions as to they agree to the assignment based off of A, B, and C, conditions being fulfilled. Um, and then at that point, the lawyers come in and we facilitate all that and uh, the deal goes firm generally. Okay, sounds good. And what are some of the things that we should be looking at? Um, so say, for example, you go ahead and uh, book a pre-construction and you do have that assignment clause. When you're going through that assignment clause, what are some of the things that somebody should be looking or watching out for? Excellent question. So a uh, couple things to consider. Um, I'll give it to you kind of from the perspective of the assignor and the assignee. So when you're the assignor selling your contract on assignment to an assignee, things that you need to watch out for are generally in your original agreement of purchase and sale with the builder. Um, it will say that, okay, the builder will consent to an assignment based off of, you know, sometimes they don't even charge an assignment fee. Sometimes they do. So that's kind of first and foremost that, you know, is there a cost associated with the builder allowing me to sell this contract forward? Um, if so, you know, definitely do keep that in mind when you're negotiating with the assignee. Um, secondly, you should also look into your original agreement of purchase and sale. There's always a section in there that it says that if the builder allows you to sell on assignment, um, it will be subject to these conditions. And some common conditions are, you know, they might ask instead of a traditional 20% down payment, uh, they'd like to you to increase your down payment to maybe 25% and then they'll give you the assignment. Um, or other times they'll say that, okay, um, say a project has 100 homes that at least 90% of the project, so AK in that uh, situation, 90 of the homes have to be sold uh, before they allow any of the assignments. 
One other common criteria that does come up, I'd say in 99% of the cases, is builders don't allow you to sell uh, list the property on any multiple listing services. Um, it is kind of a, an off-market sale. So many times there's often a lot of real estate agents that specialize uh, strictly in assignments. Um, and they have a good network that they can reach out to to help get your property sold. Um, that's generally for the assigner, the main things to kind of look out for. Um, on the assignee's perspective, things to consider are, again, is there a payment attached to the assignment? If so, um, do negotiate in your contract whose responsibility it is to pay the builder, um, the assigner or the assignee. Again, it depends on market circumstances as to who who pays. Again, in the majority of circumstances, it is the assigner's uh, responsibility, but not always. Another thing to consider is if you bought a pre-construction property and specifically in condominium pre-construction properties, there are two closings. There's what's known as an interim closing and a final closing. Um, difference between the two is interim closing is the building is ready. The city has granted an occupancy license, but the condominium corporation itself has not been yet registered. So the, what the builder does it, they allow you to move in or take possession of your unit that you bought. Uh, but you're not technically the owner yet because the title hasn't transferred. Between interim closing to final closing, it's generally between three to six months. And then what happens at final closing is that the condominium corporation has been registered uh, and the title is ready for transfer. So at that point, you know, you do have to reach out to your mortgage agent or mortgage broker, obtain financing if you're if you're getting financing. And then you'll formally close with the builder and the title transfers and you become the registered title owner. Now, what can happen is if you if the assignor closed and had the interim closing, but not the final closing yet, sometimes with uh, new home rebates that can be up to twenty four thousand, uh, the builder will make you pay it up front initially. Um, and then once you close on the property, if you're an end user, you can reach out directly to the CRA and, and get that money back. Or if you're an investor client uh, and you have a one year lease with a tenant, uh, you can also apply to the CRA to get that money back. But again, one thing to consider is, you know, at, at final closing, that is an extra $24,000 that you might have to come up with. So that's always important to on the assignee's perspective to to reach out to the builder um, and get some clarity on that as to if the builder will be collecting the HST new home rebate or it'll be your responsibility. Um, so those are kind of the main, main points that we see a lot of issues uh, come up around between both assigners and assignees. Okay. Perfect. Now, if somebody is purchasing the pre-construction uh, for, you know, from the builder itself and they want to add an assignment clause to it, provided that the builder does offer, what are some of the things that you would suggest should be kept in mind? Um, so generally, first, um, I always tell clients, you know, you have to negotiate the assignment clause at the time you sign the agreement of purchase sale directly with the builder. Um, it becomes very difficult that after, you know, the deal has firmed up that you can go back now and change the terms of the contract. So first and foremost, you know, do um, confirm that if there is an assignment clause available, what the cost associated with it will be. Um, a lot of the times what we see is they charge for the builder's fee for the assignment, but then you're also responsible for the builder's uh, lawyer's legal fees. So if you can try to get an idea of what those will be as well, because when it comes time for you to sell on assignment or buy on assignment, you know, these are things that will kind of dictate where the price point is and, and, and kind of dictate the course of negotiations around that. So those are kind of the, the, again, main thing to when you're buying, trying to get an assignment clause to consider. 
And yeah, that's always the, the focal point. You know, sometimes we have clients come in and, and they're not certain if they got the assignment clause or they didn't. And so that's always first and paramount to make sure that, you know, you do have the right to assign and what the terms are and, and what they clearly are stated. Okay, great. Now, I know these contracts can be pretty muggy for a normal layman. It's very difficult to go through the whole contract. Usually you would sit with a lawyer they would explain you and stuff like that. What are some of the critical things that you find that people either miss out or you literally point out, okay, this is what it says. And do you want to maybe touch on a few points that either people miss out or don't understand maybe three to four things that are top in the list or you keep on seeing coming up again and again? Yeah, certainly. So uh, one of the main things that we see uh, and it's it's quite common. I understand that, you know, when you, you're buying a property from a builder, it might not be ready for two, three or four years. Uh, so, you know, a lot of things can happen in between when you sign that agreement of purchase sale initially to when you're trying now to assign it. Uh, what we see a lot of times with assigners, and again, I don't think people are doing it intentionally. I think it's people just forget. Um, so say if I went to, you know, Madame or Daniels or uh, any builder, and I signed an agreement of purchase and sale to buy a house for half a million dollars. Um, you know, six months or nine months or a year and a half later, someone may have contacted me for the builder's office to say, hey, would you like some upgrades or would you like um, anything changed in the house? And of course, I may have signed up for, you know, a few thousand dollars here and there. And then now it comes time for me to sell my property on, and I, I've decided to sell it on assignment. Um, and then when I'm discussing the numbers um, in the agree assignment agreement of purchase and sale, um, there's a section where you have to write what your deposit has been paid and what the cost of the contract is. A lot of times people will just insert what the face value of the contract was when they signed it with the builder and they'll forget that they got, um, you know, upgrades. So very recently we had a file where the, the assigner had um, gotten about $90,000 worth of upgrades. So when it came time for final closing, you know, our math wasn't just adding up. It was okay. We resolved the issue. But again, you know, it just helps everyone and avoids kind of last minute stress if you're truly keeping track of what the project costs, because um, builders will always provide you invoices. Um, but again, it is your responsibility to, you know, provide that to the other side um, at the time of negotiations. That's kind of one of the main things that I see. Then also within the assignment uh, of agreement of purchase and sale, there's always a schedule, a schedule B. Uh, that states uh, what the deposit is that's paid by the assignor, uh, what the purchase price of the assignment of agreement of purchase and sale is, um, and then how the funds will be uh, kind of flowing forward between the assignee to the assignor. Um, every assignment, they're structured slightly differently, but I'd say in the majority of, uh, of assignments, the first thing that the assigner gets back is their deposit that they gave to the builder. So initially, that's covered with the initial deposit that the assignee provides to the assignor. And then at a certain time, um, you know, maybe at interim closing, the rest of the deposits given back. And then the assignor will collect their profits generally at final closing. And an undertaking is provided between the assignee and the assignee's lawyers not to, you know, close the deal with the builder until all funds are accounted for. So those are kind of the two, the two main things, you know, dealing with the finances and, and being very transparent with what the cost is um, as to when the funds will flow and and keeping those dates kind of in check and, and staying on top of that. Okay, great. Now, market has shifted over the last few months. 
Have you seen more and more cases come up where transaction either did not go through or some different situations perhaps you can shed a light on what you're seeing these days that's happening? Yes, we've had that. So, you know, one common clause when the, the builder agrees to provide their consent to an assignment between an assignee and the assignor is the builder will always want to confirm that uh, the assignee, you know, if they are obtaining financing, that they will qualify for it when the final closing comes. Um, and unfortunately, what we see now is some people that bought on assignment maybe a year or, or prior before, um, you know, maybe at that time at those interest rates, they were qualifying, but for, you know, whatever reason, um, they don't qualify currently. So that causes a little bit of an, a kind of, not a little bit, a kind of, kind of major issue that, you know, they can't close on this property. And, and this is kind of a, a seller beware for assigners as well. In the builder's consent document, it always states uh, that if the assignee, for whatever reason, cannot close on final closing with the builder, that the assigner is still responsible. So I always tell my clients that, you know, if for whatever reason you are getting paid your profit portion uh, first, um, you know, don't go invest that money or do anything else with it until you have confirmation that that, that this property that you've sold has closed uh, because you could still be liable. Now, in terms of litigation, what happens uh, when an assignee can't close is generally they'll lose their deposit uh, that they paid to the assignor. Um, and the assignor does have a legal right to sue for the difference you know, between if they can't find any other party to close um, and also any damages that they incurred along the way. So, you know, you have to be very certain that you're financially in a position to to be able to close on the property with the builder and the assigner as the assignee. And yeah, that's that's kind of what we've been seeing a lot of now. And it's unfortunate, right? But it, that it's, it's happening. Right. Yep. Many things have changed over the last few months. One biggest thing is obviously qualification. Appraisals are not coming in as well as uh, they were expected to be. So there are tons of variables. And as an investor or somebody who's purchasing uh, an assignment, you really have to dig in these days and make sure that risk have been mitigated through different ways, right? Okay, perfect. All right. So Ken, before we wrap up, any final thoughts that you would like to share that we probably didn't cover during our conversation earlier? Um, no, you know what? Generally, I always say to people, you know, always ensure that you do have good counsel, uh, that you do have a good mortgage agent and a good realtor. You know, assignments are, are I would say, a bit of a niche uh, in the real estate market in terms of financing, in terms of the legal work, in terms of the real estate sales end of it as well. Um, so, you know, to work with competent professionals is paramount, um, you know, to get everything reviewed make sure that there's good communication between your mortgage agent, your realtor and your lawyer. It's always essential uh, that, you know, you know fully what you're getting, um, that there's no surprises at the end and that you have a good experience because, you know, there are good deals uh, to be had as both an assignee and an assignor on assignments. Um, even in the current climate, you know, it suits everyone's needs. Uh, but again, just to fully be aware of what you're signing up for um, and what you will will or will not be receiving. I think, you know, have, working with, again, diligent professionals is, is paramount. Absolutely. Do you want to share your contact information? How can somebody reach out to you if they want to go and review contracts with you or if their closing is coming up? Definitely, definitely. Uh, so you can contact me um, at our Mississauga office. Our phone number is 905-676-0001. Um, our email address is info at goldstonelawyers.com. 
and yeah, definitely you can contact uh, myself anytime. And, uh, and we always love to help clients that are, uh, are buying and selling on assignments. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Cam. Really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. All right. So there you go, my friends. Hope you got value out of this episode. Now, there are a lot of moving parts, like I said, when it comes to an assignment sale. If you feel you're getting stuck in a situation or want to be proactive about your pre-construction uh, closing coming up, then please reach out to a professional and figure out your options. Cam's contact information can be found on our show notes. And uh, yeah, that's all for today, my friend. Hope you have a fantastic day ahead. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok under Canadian Real Estate 101. That's all for today. I shall see you next time. 